What you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. It's tempting to look back at our lives and make note of the errors our parents made. Looking back in light of the knowledge we have gained through the years should not give us the right to criticize our parents. But I did. And it intensified as I encountered problems in my adult life. We need to blame someone and we normally target our parents. With frustration and agitation, I would grumble, if only. Then, I had nowhere else to turn. I exhausted my countless options. At the end of this exhaustion, emotional outbursts happened. And it was not once or twice, they were too many to count, and each one was worse than the one before. First, I thought it was the changes in accordance with my age. Or did life just catch up to me? Or am I angry? Or what? The list can go on endlessly and the excuses can pile up. But it did not resolve the difficult situation I found myself stuck in. And it had to stop otherwise I would have lost my family and myself. I scheduled appointments with a psychiatrist, a counselor, a prayer mentor, so my schedule was booked through the end of 2021. I was willing to sacrifice my summer and any free time in between. I was also frustrated with my weight gain, bloating, and not fitting into my clothes. But none of these impacted me the way these emotional outbursts did. I was not accustomed to them. I used to be skilled in masking my emotions. I felt I was losing control and it petrified me because they were unpredictable. I began avoiding people and circumstances that may trigger me. I spent a lot of time at home, alone, in silence. What's astounding is I don't like being alone or sit in silence. Yet it was during those times that something within my spirit began to shift. It was growth, and it was not just any growth. This kind of growth runs deep, so deep into the soul. I needed to make lifestyle changes. I had to also change my diet, to eat better for my body. As I slowly made minor changes, I began to rest. In my silence and solitude, I found rest. My parents did not contribute to these emotional outbursts. They did not know emotional regulation so they could not teach it to me. I did not grow up regulating or controlling my emotions because I never learned to express them. I was not aware I even had my own. There are pros and cons to growing up in a culture like mine. And for me, the pros outweigh the cons. But one con I wish to do away with is understanding your emotions, expressing them, and regulating them. There was no room for that in my household. It was not because my parents were controlling, no, they wanted to protect me. You don't know what you don't know. As immigrants, they wanted to prepare me with words to speak and thoughts to think. They thought they were regulating my emotions by not allowing me to express anger. They did not dismiss my feelings but they found outlets and ways to diffuse it. In the end, that did not help me, but it was not their intention to harm me. So I released them from that burden. They did not know and I accept that fact. I know they loved me well, to the best of their ability. They gave 100% of themselves to me. I am and will always be grateful for the life they gave me. I will never look back and blame them. It was time to take ownership of my issues. And it was definitely time to head in a different and better direction. The journey continues, but in the meantime, there are a few pointers I learned about regulating your emotions. I hope this helps someone today on what steps to take to live a healthier emotional life. The ability to experience and express emotions is important because emotions play a key role in your reactions. And when you're in tune with them, you have access to important knowledge that will help you. While emotions can play a helpful role in your daily life, they can take a toll on your emotional health and interpersonal relationships when they start to feel out of control. 
Here are some pointers to get you started from Vicki Botnick, a therapist in Tarzana, California. 1. Take a look at the impact of your emotions. Intense emotions aren't all bad. Emotions make our lives exciting, unique, and vibrant, Botnik says. Strong feelings can signify that we embrace life fully, that we're not repressing our natural reactions. But how do you know when there's a problem? Emotions that regularly get out of hand might lead to relationship or friendship conflict, difficulty relating to others, trouble at work or school, and urge to use substances to help manage your emotions, physical or emotional outbursts. 2. AIM for regulation, not repression. When you suppress or repress emotions, you're preventing yourself from experiencing and expressing feelings. This can happen consciously, suppression, or unconsciously, repression. Either can contribute to mental and physical health symptoms, including anxiety, depression, sleep issues, muscle tension and pain, difficulty managing stress, substance misuse. When learning to exercise control over emotions, make sure you aren't just sweeping them under the rug. Healthy emotional expression involves finding some balance between overwhelming emotions and no emotions at all. 3. Identify what you're feeling. Taking a moment to check in with yourself about your mood can help you begin gaining back control. Interrupt yourself by asking, What am I feeling right now? What happened to make me feel this way? Does the situation have a different explanation that might make sense? What do I want to do about these feelings? Is there a better way of coping with them? By considering possible alternatives, you're reframing your thoughts, which can help you modify your first extreme reaction. It can take some time before this response becomes a habit. With practice, going through these steps in your head will become easier and more effective. 4. Accept your emotions, all of them. If you're trying to get better at managing emotions, you might try downplaying your feelings to yourself. When you hyperventilate after receiving good news or collapse on the floor screaming and sobbing when you can't find your keys, it might seem helpful to tell yourself, just calm down or it's not that big of a deal. But this invalidates your experience. It is a big deal to you. Accepting emotions as they come helps you get more comfortable with them. Increasing your comfort around intense emotions allows you to fully feel them without reacting in extreme, unhelpful ways. 5. Keep a mood journal. Writing down or typing up, your feelings and the responses they trigger can help you uncover any disruptive patterns. Sometimes, it's enough to mentally trace emotions back through your thoughts. Putting feelings onto paper can allow you to reflect on them more deeply. It also helps you recognize when specific circumstances, like trouble at work or family conflict, contribute to harder-to-control emotions. Identifying specific triggers makes it possible to come up with ways to manage them more productively. 6. Take a deep breath. There's much to be said for the power of a deep breath, whether you're ridiculously happy or so angry you can't speak. Slowing down and paying attention to your breath won't make the emotions go away, and remember, that's not the goal. Still, deep breathing exercises can help you ground yourself and take a step back from the first intense flash of emotion and any extreme reaction you want to avoid. The next time you feel emotions starting to take control, breathe in slowly. Deep breaths come from the diaphragm, not the chest. It may help to visualize your breath rising from deep in your belly. Hold it. Hold your breath for a count of three, then let it out slowly. Consider a mantra. 
Some people find it helpful to repeat a mantra, like I am calm or I am relaxed. 7. Know when to express yourself. There's a time and place for everything, including intense emotions. Sobbing uncontrollably is a pretty common response to losing a loved one, for example. Screaming into your pillow, even punching it, might help you relieve some anger and tension after being dumped. Other situations, however, call for some restraint. No matter how frustrated you are, screaming at your boss over an unfair disciplinary action won't help. Being mindful of your surroundings and the situation can help you learn when it's okay to let feelings out and when you might want to sit with them for the moment. 8. Give yourself some space. Getting some distance from intense feelings can help you make sure you're reacting to them in reasonable ways, according to Botnik. This distance might be physical, like leaving an upsetting situation, for example. But you can also create some mental distance by distracting yourself. While you don't want to block or avoid feelings entirely, it's not harmful to distract yourself until you're in a better place to deal with them. Just make sure you do come back to them. Healthy distractions are only temporary. Try Taking a walk Watching a funny video Talking to a loved one Spending a few minutes with your pet 9. Try meditation If you practice meditation already, it might be one of your go-to methods for coping with extreme feelings. Meditation can help you increase your awareness of all feelings and experiences. When you meditate, you're teaching yourself to sit with those feelings, to notice them without judging yourself or attempting to change them or make them go away. 10. Stay on top of stress. When you're under a lot of stress, managing your emotions can become more difficult. Even people who generally can control their emotions well might find it harder in times of high tension and stress. Reducing stress, or finding more helpful ways to manage it, can help your emotions become more manageable. Mindfulness practices like meditation can help with stress, too. They won't get rid of it, but they can make it easier to live with. Other healthy ways to cope with stress include Getting enough sleep Making time to talk and laugh with friends Exercise Spending time in nature Making time for relaxation and hobbies 11. Talk to a therapist If your emotions continue to feel overwhelming, it may be time to seek professional support. Long-term or persistent emotional dysregulation and mood swings are linked to certain mental health conditions, including borderline personality disorder and bipolar disorder. Trouble controlling emotions can also relate to trauma, family issues, or other underlying concerns, Botnik explains. A therapist can offer compassionate, judgment-free support as you explore factors contributing to dysregulated emotions. Address severe mood swings. Learn how down-regulate intense feelings or up-regulate limited emotional expression. Practice challenging and reframing feelings that cause distress. May we all choose to live an emotionally healthy and well-balanced life.